What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. My big ones right now are golf, running, cycling. I've recently picked up table tennis. I try and get in for yoga or Pilates or kind of functional weight training and do a lot of stretching for mobility and flexibility. That was American Gretchen Johnson, who is currently the world speed golf champion. Hello and welcome to Wisp Sports Sport in Focus, in which we take a closer look at speed golf. And we'll be hearing a little bit later on from Gretchen. But first of all, Kathy Leppard from the UK joins us. Kathy took up speed golf just a year ago now, and she tells us how she got involved and what it is she most enjoys about playing this game a little bit faster than traditional golf. Kathy, welcome to the program. Thank you. Now, you're joining us from the south of England. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we talk about your newborn passion in speed golf. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, I'm from, from, from the UK in Sussex, um, and uh, I'm a lawyer by profession, but I've always been very sporty, um, and I've always had friends who play golf and who have said, you need to get into this sport because it's great fun. But I've never really had the time to spend, uh, you know, a whole weekend day on the golf course. Um, so when I did start taking golf lessons, I looked up, um, you know, how, um, what other things there were in golf. And I found speed golf, which I have absolutely fallen in love with and would recommend to anyone. Okay. Well, you had not then played golf prior to this then you weren't a bat and ball kind of person before were you or did you play other sports before you got running and chasing this little ball <laughs> I'd been involved in other sports um were really um uh, prior to uh you know during school and, and university so I'd always been fairly sporty um not done anything uh majorly competitive um but always been involved in some sort of sport um and uh golf i i took up um this time last year so january last year and i um had a few lessons with my friend he's a golf instructor and i was like i just playing uh just playing golf regularly you know on the driving range um and i thought actually this is a really interesting sport because it's very technical, um, and I like that. So I thought, but how am I going to fit this in to my very hectic schedule? Um, and then I came across speed golf, 
and gave it a go. So technical, yes, because you obviously you need the accuracy as well, but you've also got to be pretty fit. So you're combining two <laughs> sports here, Kathy. Um, and, you know, kill two birds with one stone, Lit- yeah. literally. Now, first of all, tell us where can you play this anywhere at any golf course? Will they will they let you run around while the others are, are, are <laughs> you know taking a leisurely uh, stroll around or or a ride on a golf cart? That can be difficult. Um, there are many. Um, golf clubs who will um who will accommodate um and the the best way to do it actually is to go early in the morning so i you know get one of the first um slots um to or tea times to go to go out because then you've got no one in front of you um and you can um keep on playing through um uh, the clubs um that i go to so um my local club which is boar's head in Crowborough um, is very accommodating and will um, let, let me go out at any time and the members um, are very um, aware and will let you play through so that's not too much of a problem um, and then there are, is an increasing interest in the sport certainly um, across the UK and therefore um, you know increasing recognition of, um, of, 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 of it as a sport um, in its own right, really. So do you have to do the whole, you know, um, course? I mean, or can you do, I mean, how many holes do you have to play? <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, is this at nine or 18? I mean, you've got to be pretty fit to do the whole course. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah well, the, the um, you can, well, you can do what, what you want, but the, the competitive um, uh, or the competitions are 18 holes. Um, so, uh, and in the world championships, it's actually, uh, two days um, of, of, of 18 holes so both of your scores count um, towards the the title um, so uh, yeah it, um, it, it is it is most definitely a very physical sport and in that sense quite different to um, to the way that you would play golf ordinarily um, if you can imagine instead of taking your time and um, you still need to prepare for your shot but instead of um, having leisurely walked up to the ball, you're standing over that ball with your heart pumping, breathing really fast, thinking, I've got to do the best golf shot of my life right now. <laughs> and uh, that's, um, that, that's a, um, a, a pretty hard thing to do. Um, but um, a lot of um, uh, people who I know who have played golf before um, having played speed golf have said um, that actually improves their game because they their regular golf game um, because they put themselves a put themselves under this extra physical pressure, which means that they're having to produce shots under this extra pressure. So when they take that pressure away, um, it becomes much easier. And also the the you you take away what I think golfers often find you know the mental side of golf um, as in. Uh, you know, the way that you can kind of overthink shots sometimes and spend too long um, preparing for a shot. Um, Speed golf doesn't allow you to do that. So you have a situation where you have uh, no choice but to just play the the, the raw golf shot. Um, And when you take that back to the regular game, um, golfers I know have said that actually improved the way that they played their regular game. This is rather like biathlon, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Actually, very. That's that's a very good point. It's a very similar 
sport because you've got the combination, which is what I like, of um, the speed and the um, intensity of the energy that you have to apply um, to, to the sport and the athleticism of it, um, along with that precision and accuracy and control that's required at the golf shot, which I guess absolutely is the same when you go to, um, uh, you know, line up your rifle and your hands are shaking, um, you know, that, that, that makes it that extra bit hard. Yeah, so there's a little bit of pressure then on your on your accuracy, but there's also the opportunity to to get fit as well doing this. And, and there's no chance of jumping on a on a golf buggy along the way, you know. Just to <laughs> the, there are certain rules, of course. Just let's talk through those basic rules then, because I I know yeah. you, you don't want to be carrying too many clubs. How many are you allowed maximum? I suppose you'd want to hone it down to maybe a couple just to make it easier. Well, how many do you typically carry? Well, I'm um, uh, very distinctly a novice in this sport. So my club selection is based solely on the um, clubs that I'm most comfortable with, to be honest, Um, uh, and probably not the best at the moment, although that's what I'm going to be working on over the winter. So you can have a maximum of seven clubs. Um, You don't have to take seven. You can take less. In fact, someone in the um, British Championships this year took one club, um, wow. which I thought was most impressive <laughs> and very brave. Um, but, uh, you know, for, some, for example, some people don't take a putter at all because they use um, another club, you know, the face of the driver or um, the back edge of, of another club. Um, and uh, whereas um, I do take a putter because I'm used to using a putter and I think I'd be scared that I'd uh, <laughs> hinder the results you know by by not using a putter um, and then in terms of the other clubs you you probably want uh, a range that you're um, able to play the most varied amount of shots with um, so for example most people don't bother taking a driver because that's kind of a one-trick pony you can only really use it off the tee um, whereas other people will um, uh, uh, take, um, you know, a high wood and then a couple of irons and others may only take, you know, three clubs, but be able to, um, use those clubs, um, to hit different lengths. So that's another part of the skill really is, is it's not, is choosing the right clubs and making sure that you can get the right distances out of those clubs at the right times. So you set off with your tea time then, and you're on on your own, are you, as you would be in in regular golf? Yes, that's right. Although you are allowed um, a um, a runner to come with you, um, to, uh, that's called a pacer. So they are, in theory, sort of setting your pace at the right speed to achieve a certain time. So you are, you are allowed a pacer, although. Um, I, I didn't have one because I don't think it would have made a great deal of difference to my score this time round. <laughs> but, um, um, but if you're, uh, you know, very experienced and in the um, elite um, categories, that allows you to focus on your golf while letting someone else take care of making sure you get to the finish line at the right time. OK, but no golf caddy. No, you have to absolutely. You have to carry. <laughs> you have to carry all your own clubs. Make all your own decisions. 
um, and uh, judge distances and, and, and that sort of thing um, uh, all on your own, absolutely. And in, typ- in typically, you, you say you, you can get into your local golf club often as not that they will allow you to play at times that fit in with the, the regular members there. But do you have to pay the full membership or is there some separate kind of membership uh, to speak of? Because um, Great Britain has its own speak off association as well so what kind of affiliation do you have to pay subscription membership do you have to pay kathy um it's it's usually on the same basis as a as as membership of the club there's not necessarily a separate um uh, a separate speed golf membership um however the clubs that are running competitions will usually allow you to sort of um, what's called pay and play, so pay for one round rather than a full membership um, in the lead up to competitions or taster events so that you have the opportunity to um, have a go at the course before you actually compete um, on that course. So there's certainly a degree of flexibility and and interest, I think, by by, um, the clubs about this emerging sport. Um, and it's certainly a keenness to entertain people who are um, who are interested in uh, in furthering the sport. Now, what about coaching, Cathy? Is it one of those games? I mean, typically golf. If you really want to improve, you you need a a coach, don't you? But with speed golf, is that the same? I mean, does it does it require coaching, or you know, is it this kind of plug and play kind of approach? You know, you, you know, <laughs> You, you plug I, it in and have a go and just to speed up on the running and get a little bit more accurate with your putting. I think I think coaching um, can can help in in any sort of sport. Um, so absolutely yes. Um, from from my perspective, um, primarily um, speed golf is about golf. So I think the starting point is getting golf competent or golf course competent. Um, getting uh, getting your training in 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 that sense in in the usual way that you would for golf, and then adding uh, the 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 running and and the ability to play golf, um, it, you know, in that athletic way. Um, I think the golf shot um, as a in the regular game must be the starting point for any beginner um, because that that really is um, uh, you know the basis of the sport and also very important I think for the credibility of the sport you know we've got to have people playing speed golf who are good at golf um, and that's reflected in the scores um, you, you know you can have um, uh, well you, you it, it, just by the way that the, the system works, the more shots you play, the longer it takes you to get around the course. So, you know, you you have to have a good golf score as a starting point, and then you know the you as you become uh, quicker, and uh, then you start to improve your score in that way. Um, but I think um, definitely the, the, the golf is, is is the starting point. Do you train um, I, separately, Cathy? Do you go running to improve your fitness off the golf course? Mm, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like running anyway. Um, but I have, um, I've introduced a, sl- a slightly different um, training for um, for speed golf because you're stop-go all the time. So you don't, you're not just running the whole 
course, um, which, you know, you would think, actually, if I can run the whole course, then I must be fine. But actually, you've got to run shorter distances quicker, stop, compose yourself and go again. So it's almost it's almost a little bit more like um, uh, sprint training in a way, mm. because you've you've got to be able to keep a, a much faster pace up um, and then also be able to compose yourself for the shots. So the overall appeal then to you, you said you've become addicted to this now, <laughs> yeah. just being still being a novice. What is that overall appeal that, that's, that's hooked you and does it make you automatically competitive or is this just a leisure pursuit at the weekend to give you the exercise and the challenge? <laughs> it's definitely the, that, that combination of, um, uh, of, of being athletic and quick along with the composure and the technical side of, of golf, um, both of which are appealing to me, and the, you know the combination together is is is, is what keeps um, uh, keeps me interested. I'm the sort of person that will uh, run anywhere I need to go. Anyway, um, you know, from the car into work, I'll run. So um, it, to 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 walk around a golf course is a little bit frustrating for me, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, um, so um, uh, and, unless, of course, you have excellent company, which you know one always does on the golf course. So, but but playing um, playing uh, speed golf and, and and running between shots just na- naturally makes sense for me. Um, so so hence um, I, I will continue to be involved in that, and it can also so be a social thing you don't have to play speed golf on your own um you know you can play uh speed golf with um uh, e- even with one or two others uh, either hitting alternative shots or um which i think is um the way that it's done in in competition in pairs um or just for fun um you know just jogging between shots anyway so you know it's 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 some it it doesn't have to be a a sort of singular sport it's still good fun to enjoy with others yeah I was going to ask you that because obviously the regular golf is a very social event too and you know you can take your time and take as long as you like within reason of course but yes (laughs) with speed golf it can be as much a social event as a you know as a personal fitness challenge and a competitive opportunity too yeah, that's right. And this, this the speed golf um, community are very, very friendly. Um, so you know, it's it, um, th- there's always someone who's um, you know who's keen to uh, who's keen to go on around with you. And um, it's certainly from from training perspectives, it's really useful to go out with somebody because um, you know you, you get to uh, talk to them about club selection about um uh, silly things that you might um think about you might you might not think about in in regular golf where do you keep your tees so they're easily accessible how are you um writing your score down um you know those sorts of things which um you know if you um if you add them all together can add minutes to your to your time Mm. um so you know it's it's helpful to to share those sorts of ideas and um uh you know and and basically becoming more efficient and and uh, about your round and then hence improving your time hopefully 
Yeah. So competitive ambitions now, Kathy. You've been at it a, a year, <laughs> so you're obviously honing your skills here, speeding it up even more. Uh, are we going to see you in competition? Well, my my first um, trick, hopefully, is going to be to um, improve my golf score because uh, that needs quite a lot of work. Um, the 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 time I, th- I as as I say I, I you know I run ordinarily anyway, so I think my time will naturally uh, reduce when I get my golf score a, a bit better. So so that's my my, my aim. This year is simply to uh, compete again in, in, in the British Championships um, and to hopefully improve on, on my score from last time. Um, if I do that, I'll be happy. <laughs> Excellent. Well, very best of luck with it, Cathy. And I'm sure you'd say to anybody who's listening, you know, give it a go because absolutely combining yes. two sports here, at least two sports. Yes, absolutely. And um, it is... Um, you know there are taster days out there there to do um, uh, certainly um, there, there's there's a lot in the UK and I'm sure there's um, lots worldwide as well so get in contact with your local um, uh, British speed golf representative um, and, um, and and go from there and just give it a go because um, it's something that is great fun even to try and even if you're you play golf regularly um you know say to your local captain that you know we've got this as an idea uh do you want to give it a go and they might say set an afternoon aside on the golf course and and let people have a go at running around and see how they feel i like the idea of pairing up with somebody you know and being competitive between yeah sounds a lot of fun (laughs) all right kathy well thank you so much for coming on the program and telling us about your newfound passion in speed golf and the very best of luck this season just i'm sure get faster more accurate and who knows we might uh, be, be recording your results here on the show one day yes we'll keep our fingers crossed for that thank you very much chris And now Gretchen Johnson joins us. She's been an athlete her entire life. Growing up, she focused on soccer, basketball and squash. And in recent years, she's become an avid runner and golfer. She's also completed 10 marathons. And she started golfing in her final year at university, competing on the NYU women's golf team. Her enthusiasm for both sports led her to participate in speed golf. She is currently the Women's World Speed Golf Champion. Gretchen, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me, Chris. Well, tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into this sport and became as successful as you are. It's been quite a journey, but when did it all begin? Sure, sure. So I've been an athlete my whole life. I grew up playing soccer, basketball, baseball, squash for a few years. Uh, always thought I'd get into to golf, but thought it'd be something... I'd get into a little bit later in life when I couldn't run and jump anymore and ended up getting into into golf my last year of university. I was dating a guy that was on a golf team and we were on a holiday and he wanted to play and I was tagging along and grabbed a, grabbed a nine iron and started swinging, swinging a little bit and the ball was going up in the air and, and pretty straight and got out on the course and decided to tee it up and you know, drop one in the fairway rode up, dropped on the green, two-putted, and he basically said, it's, it's time for me to start playing golf. So I went to Chicago that summer for a, uh, for a work opportunity and met a great coach uh, who basically taught me 
taught me a great set of fundamentals to work with, and I played my last year of university. And ever since then, I've been a, a weekend warrior, grinding, trying to get better. Just started playing in some of the USJ events this summer, which is really exciting. Um, and a couple years ago, 2012, I met uh, a man named Christopher Smith, who's the uh, speed golf world record holder. And I've been a marathon runner um, for the past uh, probably seven or eight years, done, done over 10 marathons. And Christopher said, hey, you know, you're pretty good at runner, pretty good runner and pretty good at golf. Why don't you try this, this thing called speed golf, um, combining your, your golf score and, and your running time. So you play with pure clubs and the rules are the same, uh, essentially, and it's a, it's a great way to take a game that, that we love and is, and is already incredibly challenging as it is uh, and to take it to an even more intense, um, more extreme level. So I tried it out uh, a few times that fall. We met in August or September, and then I played in the, the Speed Golf World Championship down at Bandon Dunes in October, and I played against the, the men and the professionals and finished eighth, which was uh, – which is really exciting, and I was, I was super thrilled with, with how I did. And since then, I've had some opportunities to to play uh, speed golf around the U.S., and uh, the last couple of years, I've, I've been able to capture the, the women's uh, speed golf world, world title, uh, which is which is great, and I'm, I'm super stoked that uh, we're looking to invest more in, in women in the game and, and getting some more competitors. Uh, but... You know, to be honest, a lot of my golf is 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 normal and a little slower. It's, it's walking, but whenever I have an opportunity to get out early in the morning before everyone else, or take the last forty five minutes of daylight and uh, combine two huge passions that I have, running and golf, uh, it's it's super fun. And I I think there's a bit of a misconception around it that that it is this extreme sport and that you're sprinting between every shot and you're totally out of breath and and really it's 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 not i mean the bikinis i said it was easy but um i find that um you know you you're running quickly but you you still have to run slow enough so that you can you know hold your composure and and put a good uh put a good swing on the ball and i find that um it's also something that you can do socially. So you could play with with other people. Again, you, you run a little bit slower to make sure that you're being safe. Uh, but it's it's super fun, and I think people are most surprised by how well they play, especially tee to green. I think honestly, uh, when you speed up a little bit, you are minimizing the amount of doubt that they can creep into your mind. That you, know, you have to make a decision quickly and, and commit to. Uh, your, your process and, and your shot and you end up actually hitting in the ball pretty great to the green and and uh, the touch around the greens you know since you're, you know, your heart is racing at 160 beats a minute and you're not taking time to thoroughly read the greens uh, it can be be a little bit challenging but if you can two putt as much as possible um, you'll you're gonna you're gonna score pretty well so I find it to be a lot of fun and um, I'm excited to, you know, to see it grow in, in the coming years, and um, I'm 
just humbled to kind of be a part of uh, a group of leaders that's that's out uh, trying to trying to push this thing a little bit. Have you found that it's growing then, Gretchen, since you started playing? What kind of opportunities are there for women to compete together? Yeah, I've I've noticed uh, there's a lot of speed golf leagues that are popping up around the U.S. and uh, all over the world, in fact, you know, whether it's it's the U.K. or Australia or Italy or, you know, East Coast, West Coast, uh, people are, are definitely interested, you know, there's there's so much energy around, uh, you know, having a, a more active lifestyle and, um, you know, maybe combining different passions and just trying new and, and different um, activities. So I've, I've been excited by, you know, the amount of different leagues and, and different events that are starting to pop up. Um, and I think for, for women especially, you know, it's it's still quite niche, you know, so like whenever I'm at an event, you know, it's definitely dominated by, by the guys, but it's encouraging to see, um, slowly but surely more women get out. And I think a, a big hurdle is just, um, you know, introducing it to, to women in maybe smaller doses. So, you know, to go play 18 holes, uh, could, could be a bit intimidating, right? Like how about we, we offer a, a six hole loop or nine holes or even, three holes or maybe create uh, other variations. Like if you're just starting out, maybe you, you run the odd holes and you walk the even holes. Um, so I think, I think that's uh, a, a big uh, opportunity to, to overcome some challenges. And then I also think like leveraging some other innovations, whether it's, you know, the golf board um, or other ways to help people, you know, play faster and, and have, have more fun doing it. And in terms of prize money then, Gretchen, what are you looking at then and, and what a number of tournaments would you have of for, for women in the, in the course of a year? Well, for me as, as someone that's uh, just looking to keep my amateur status, I'm not, I'm not as uh, concerned with the prize money, but I think if you had potentially you know, four bigger tournaments, you know, kind of align with uh, sort of the, you know, the major structure at the professional level, um, it could be a good a good way to get people focused and um, just building more you know more momentum and more excitement towards uh, towards e- each event versus having you know dozens of of different um, kind of bigger or medium sized tournaments. So I, I kind of like um, I kind of like four you know four or a handful of, of bigger events that are maybe maybe are part of a, you know, a series with point accumulation. Um, but, you know, ultimately, like, you got to start somewhere. So for each of the little chapters that are starting leagues, you know, if they, they host one tournament a year, I think that would be a huge, uh, a huge win in that itself. And is the sport embracing women in a way, as you say, it's male dominated as so many sports are, but are you finding that men are, you know, are being very accommodating and encouraging women to participate generally at at the level that you're competing at? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of guys that have been inviting, um, inviting women that they know are, are, you know, good players or passionate players and they're also, you know, pretty fit or pretty active. 
they've been encouraging them to to come try it out. Um, you know, clearly, you know, women's growth, whether it's golf or any other sport, um, is, is a huge opportunity, and more women than ever before, you know, are looking to, you know, be more more active and uh, live healthier lifestyles, and, and they're looking for for activities that they can do with, with their girlfriends and they can be social. So yeah, I, I definitely think um, that the that, that men are, are encouraging and we just have to continue to you know highlight uh, how it, the opportunity that's in front of them. All right. Now, what does your schedule look like then in terms of competitions these, this year? How much do you have to travel? Uh, well, right now I'm, I'm recovering from foot surgery that I had at the end of October. So I'm not going to be running probably until March, uh, but my intention is to do a, a charity speed golf event at the end of April in Napa, California. Last year, I, I participated and I played 171 holes over a 12-hour span. So I'm looking to, assuming I'm healthy, I'm looking to play 200 holes this year and uh, raise money for eye cancer patient services and, and research. And then I'll be looking uh, perhaps to play in a speed golf tournament or two maybe this uh, this summer. I'd love to potentially head over to uh, Melbourne, Australia and play an event down there, which I heard just fantastic things about last year and and uh, was supposed to go but had a, had a business conflict. Um, and then the world championships in the fall, be excited to, to get out and defend that title. Um, so, you know, just probably just a, uh, a few speed golf tournaments. Um, there, there's one in Portland in August, which is, uh, which is a pretty good event that's been going on for a number of years, uh, but also be sprinkling in just some, some regular uh, amateur tournaments, just trying to keep my game, game sharp under that, that competitive uh, environment. And where is the World Championships this year, Gretchen? What are the, and then what are the dates for that? You know, I'm not sure it's been announced yet. Generally, it's in October, kind of mid to late October. And this past year, it was in Chicago, Illinois, uh, at the the Glen Club. So I think it it might be there again this year, but I, but I don't think it's been announced formally yet. All right. So obviously an important one for you. That would be your main goal this year. I'm, I'm curious, when you said you're going to, to Melbourne, it, how does the sport in this country then re- compare to other countries? You know, if, you, if there was a go-to place for speed golf for women, where would it be? I'd say, honestly, right now it's, it's probably still the U.S. just because it's, uh, you know, it was, it was started here in the 80s down in Southern California. Um, by some former professional runners who were also super passionate about golf. And uh, there's always been a, a super strong kind of uh, following here in the States. Uh, but, you know, what Virginia and team are doing down in Australia, uh, just what they've been able to do within the last, you know, 18 to 24 months is uh, super impressive. And the amount of participation and engagement that they have down there um, is something that you know others should be should be looking at you know, in terms of best practices and, and for inspiration. So you know the tides could be shifting uh, pretty quickly, but 
I think there's still, you know, still, still some some good roots here here in the states, but watch out overseas is is coming strong. Yeah, it sounds like Australia is going to be uh, contending for that top notch pretty soon. Then, if they're uh, growing the sport the way that they are down there, and so in in terms of your overall goals in the sport, Gretchen, just finally summarize that what that would look like for you. I mean, being a world champion, repeating that obviously is a tremendous uh, niche on your belt, but what else would you be looking to achieve in the sport and for the sport to achieve as you develop in it? That's a great question. Um, I think I'd, I'd love to see more more juniors, more youth get involved. Um, I think just, you know, kind of capturing a, a younger generation that can help drive some sustained uh, growth for the sport would be would be key so I think for me uh, a key legacy I'd like to to work toward and, and to ultimately leave behind is uh, helping inspire and enable young girls uh, particularly teenagers to to continue to be uh, super active and to um, I guess develop you know a lifestyle that that revolves around uh speed golf and, and other great activities mm-hmm. i think golf is golf is wonderful in and of itself and the life the life lessons that it uh, that it teaches you um are are just priceless and i think when you can layer layer on some some exercise and just continue to to be healthy in your lifestyle it's a, it's a double win so do you get time for any other sports now or, or not? Is it entirely a golf world for you? Uh, I'd say my, my big ones right now are golf, running, cycling. I've recently picked up table tennis as a great winter activity. Uh, so, so those are, those are my, my top activities right now. All right. Some cross-training as well. Do you do gym work to, to strengthen your upper body and core? Of course, yeah. I, I try and get in for yoga or Pilates uh, or kind of functional weight training and uh, do a lot of a lot of stretching for mobility and flexibility just try and try and stay healthy I think a lot of uh, the work is is uh, preventative just to try and avoid overuse or, or strain strain my body um, but clearly I have a tendency to uh, perhaps be a little bit too active, um, as as uh, as I mentioned with the the foot surgery back in in October. So, gotta be careful. But um, yeah, I love I love being active. So slowly back onto the golf course and uh, heading in October to re, uh, regain that uh, title that you won and, and be a world champion for a bit longer and maybe some other titles to add to uh, your CV, Gretchen. So the very best of luck with your career and thanks again for coming on the program. Yeah, of course. Thanks again for having me. It's a pleasure. And you'll find links to the governing bodies for speed golf in the UK and the US on our show notes accompanying this episode. You can post any comments and questions you have about the programs here at Wisp Sports on our Facebook page. Just look for Wisp Sports. And also follow us along on Twitter at Wisp Sports. And until the next time, I'm Chris Stafford. Thank you for listening. Goodbye for now.
This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.